listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio and on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback to us via the contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com. You can also anonymously tell us what you think of the show by filling out our survey at survey.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. It's Thursday, and that means lights out. This episode originally aired on January 26, 1943, and it's been listed as Big Mr. Little, but today it's called Protective Mr. Drogan. Ironized yeast presents lights out, everybody. supernatural and the supernormal, dramatizing the fantasies and the mysteries of the unknown. We tell you this frankly, so if you wish to avoid the excitement and tension of these imaginative plays, we urge you calmly but sincerely to turn off your radio now. This is Arch Obler. If you don't mind, I'm not going to tell you anything about the story we're going to do in a few minutes. Neither the title, nor anything about the characters, nor even the usual remark about any similarity of this story to real events and actual people occurring so and so on. No, we're just going to tell you a strange story. But first, Bob Stevenson. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk about you. If you are so unattractively thin and jittery and run down that you're really only half-living, maybe it simply means you're not getting enough vitamin B and iron from your food. If that's it, don't thin your hopes on halfway health. Get ironized yeast. It's a two-way tonic. It gives you both vitamin B and iron. Thousands of weary, worn-out men and women who only needed more of these substances are singing its praises. These folks tell us how quickly ironized yeast has helped them gain the grand new pounds, the glorious new pep and strength and sparkle they needed to really enjoy living. Remember that name, ironized yeast. And now, lights out, everybody. Police Department. My name is Charles Crager. Dr. Charles Crager. I live at 872 West Street, apartment 2B. I want you to come and get me. I have just killed a man. Jay Drogan. Did you hear me? I said, come and get me. I just killed a man. His name was... Sure, my name is Jay Zogan. I'm going to drink 
this. Jay, forget it, will you? You better lie down and get some rest. Let me Put your hands off me. I said I was going to drink this mess, and I'm going to drink it. Right out of the cocktail shaker. Hmm. What are you doing? He's really drinking it. Holy crap, look at him. up on the top floor. Take a time. with the time. It's always going wrong, that elevator. I wish that blasted thing would fall through the basement. without an appointment. Well, you seem to be in quite a state. What is it? It's, uh, it's my head. You injured it? No, no, uh, I don't think so. You see, I had a little party at my house last night. Oh, my head. Well, never mind, never mind. Well, this certainly is the morning after the night before. Go over to the window and let me look at you. Yes, doctor. It's, it's my head, doctor. Every sound... Just the morning after. But every sound... Where's an airplane up there? It's so loud in my head, Don. No, no, I don't get excited. Why does that infernal pilot have to fly so low? Back you up there. Why don't you crack up? Look. He's falling. Oh. What? What you said, Drogan, really happened. Now we can cross. Hey, you! How do you like that guy? Blasted cab, they 
think they own the street. If I had my way, I'd smash them all up. Again. Drink this. No. I tell you, drink this. I don't want to. It isn't what you want to do. It, it's a sedative. No, drink it. Putting me to sleep for a little while is no help. Last night. Think about last night. Perhaps you wouldn't drink something out of the ordinary. Huh? Well, why do you look at me like that? I... I did. What? Uh, that drink, I... I just remembered. Tell me. But, but that couldn't be it. Tell me. Well, we got a kidding about who could make the most unusual drinks, and I was feeling high, and I mixed one. Well, what was in the drink? I... I don't know. Well, you must know. If I knew what was in the drink, perhaps some chemical... Oh, wait a minute. Where do you think you're going? To the office. Well, what? Fred, my business. I, I've got the... No. You're completely out of your head. You're a menace, a walking danger. Don't you realize that you can't go out of here until we figure this out, some way to stop it? If you don't, every time you say a negative thought, it'll happen and someone will die. Do you want that? <laughs> What's the matter with you? Why should you laugh? Stop it. Stop it. Well, it's funny. I go to see my doctor because I'm going out of my head and he goes out of his head. But what happened to you, though? All of a sudden, you, should... you said that I was a menace. And when you said that, all at once, everything cleared up. What? Yeah. Me, a menace. That's the funniest thing anybody ever said about me. Look at me. No hair, half my teeth aren't my own. I've got a pug belly. I'm a menace. Yeah, you, a doctor who's supposed to judge things only by facts, suddenly decide I'm a menace. Why? Because three screwy things happened that I had nothing to do with. That I had nothing to do with. Coincidences. Like getting four aces two times running, or rolling seven twenty-five times in a row, or anything else where two and two doesn't add up to four. That, that elevator would have fallen anyway, and, and that plane, so his motor cut out just when I said it. And, and the cabs, we were both so scared that we ran off without finding out whether or not there was a good reason why three cabs smashed up. Sure, cabs have accidents all the time. So, well, does that make me a menace? I ask you, is that the way for a doctor to talk? Oh, I'm sorry. Of course you're right. I'm talking like an emotional moron. <laughs> Funny, isn't it? I'm the man who has always evaluated situations through factual evidence. And even then, I've retained some measure of skepticism because I know how, well, how misleading human observation can be. Trogan. Would you mind shaking hands with a blasted fool? Sure, Doc. You're shaking hands with one, too. Uh, now, if you don't mind, can I use your telephone? Sure. Of course. Of uh, course. Got to call my office, explain why I'm late. Oh, had me scared for a while. Hello. Hello, that you, Fred? Yes, I'm on my way in. I, I tell you, I'll be there in a few minutes. But I'm telling you, I know, I know, but I'm coming... Oh, stop yelling at me. Why don't you drop dead? Fred. Hey, Fred. What's the matter? What's the matter? I, I don't know. One minute I was talking to him, and then... Fred, Fred, answer me. No, I can't be. You're lying. Hello? Hello? Drogan. What is it? Tell me. Someone said... Fred just dropped dead. 
ladies and gentlemen, to stop a suspense story may seem an intrusion. But before going on with the story of this strange little miracle man, perhaps a breath or two of relaxation is indicated. Yes, before going on with our lights-out story of the projective Mr. Drogan, let's turn to a problem of these hectic times. We have a very troubled young lady here. Trouble's no word for it. My boss wants to give me a dandy new job, but I'm so tired out and run down and jittery, I'm afraid I couldn't handle it. I'm getting much too thin. And I've tried every tonic I know, but nothing I try seems to help me. Well, miss, maybe you just haven't tried the right tonic. Maybe more vitamin B and iron's what you need. Vitamin B and iron? Does that make such a difference? Well, when you don't get enough vitamin B from your meals, you may lose your appetite, eat so poorly that you lose weight and strength, or you may not get all the good out of what you do eat. And when you don't get enough iron from your food, you may be weak and pale and feel only half alive. But how can I get more vitamin B and iron if I need them? The quickest, easiest way I know is take ironized yeast tablets. They give you both vitamin B and iron. And pleasant little ironized yeast tablets are a cinch to take. But uh, are they terribly expensive? Oh, not a bit of it. They cost but a few pennies a day. So try ironized yeast tablets if more vitamin B and iron is what you need. Then see if pretty quick you aren't saying. Tired? Not me. I'm so full of pet now I hardly know myself. And I've gained pounds. Why didn't somebody tell me about ironized yeast tablets ages ago? And now, back to lights out. At the moment when both Drogan and the doctor had rationalized the miracles into coincidences, another miracle had taken place. Another miracle of death. And now the men sit in the doctor's office, and there is great fear in both of them. Time is it, Doctor? One. I can't just sit here. No, no, you're, you're, you're my responsibility. I, I've got to think something out. I, I just can't keep on not thinking anything. Great Godfrey, what, what's the matter with me? You can perform miracles. I'm convinced of that. All right. Then why, in the name of common sense, can't you perform positive miracles instead of negative ones? I, I don't understand. Listen to me. It, it's simple. It's so simple that neither one of us thought of it. Just as you can kill people and cause accidents, why can't you do good? Good? Yes. Good. Heal the sick, give eyes to the blind. But when it comes to killing, kill the ones who should be killed. That's right. Maybe I could do that. Hitler, 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 Mussolini. Why, you could wipe out the whole Nazi army by just saying so. Yeah, but, but how would we know? Wait a minute. It's all clear now. Every miracle that you performed today was a negative miracle. The falling elevator, the airplane, the taxis, your friend. Everything negative. You haven't performed a single positive miracle. Not a miracle for good instead of evil. Well, come with me. Where? Out in the street again. Come on, Drogan. We've got to find out if you can perform a good miracle just as easily as performing the other kind. And if you can, well, you'll start making history in a few minutes, Mr. Drogan. What? On the corner, the 
music. He's blind. Well, don't be stupid. There's the over to him. Paper? Paper, get your paper. Hello, Tom. That you, Doctor? Yes. Give me a magazine. Well, anyone will do. Yes, sir. Wish it, Gilvin. Wish that he could see. I am. I am. Hey, uh, Doctor. How have you been? Oh, never mind about me. How about you? Huh? How about your eyes? <laughs> Are you kidding? Groven, out loud. You've got to say it out loud. Hey, Doc, what's the matter? Say it. I wish that he could see. Hey, hey what, what's going on here? Tom, you see. You do see. What's the matter with you, Doc? You can see. Let me alone, will you? But what are you trying to do? What, what are you after? Can you see? Oh. Oh, I can't see. Get the devil away from here. I can't see. All right, Robin. Come on. Yeah. What does it mean? Whatever you want to do that's good doesn't happen. But whatever you say that's evil happens. God help you, Robin. if I gave you. Oh, Drogan, I want you to meet my wife. How do you do? Well, it's a pleasure, Mrs. Craig. Yeah, let me give you a hand. No, no, I'm all right. Yeah, of course. Uh, Drogan, I've told the entire story to my wife. She's clear-headed about this. I'll let her tell you what she thinks. Go ahead, then. Mr. Drogan, Charles thinks you're a menace to humanity. I don't think so. I think the danger to others is... Not through you, but through somebody else. You don't know what I mean. Well, that's understandable. I mean, you wouldn't willfully hurt anyone. But what if someone forced you to? What if your ability to perform miracles... Evil miracles? Yes, evil miracles, was discovered by some criminal. He would force you to do what he wanted, at no risk to himself, because since the criminal was performing an evil act... You couldn't hurt him. In other words, Drogan, someone could use you for criminal purposes. Yet blackmail the world because you thought he could kill anyone in the world. You haven't said anything, Mr. Drogan. You do understand? Yes, I, I understand. What do you expect me to do about it? We don't expect you to do anything. The responsibility is beyond you or us. Whatever happens is up to the proper authorities. Uh... Authorities. My wife means that what we must do is to tell the authorities of what happened. It's a wonderful idea. What did you say? It's a wonderful idea. Charles, I told you you'd understand. Trogan, I'm proud of you. Thank God it happened to a man like you instead of another little fascist who'd imagined himself a super Hitler. A wonderful idea. Yes, yes, of course, but why do you keep on saying that? You gave me a wonderful idea. Thank you, but that's not important now. We've got to go to the authorities. All of us. No. Why should you say no? I- I'm not going anywhere. Neither are you. What? Charles, why should he say... Wait. What's the matter? Nothing. I'm not going any place, or you. What do you mean? Sit down. What the devil for? Sit down. No, I don't see what... Doctor. I'll let you talk. Now let me... In my own way, I figured out the world. 
a long time ago. And that's why I was satisfied. Now, you see, it's like this. Some people are born with more than other people. One man has more brains, so he's an Einstein. Another fellow's born with good looks, so he's a movie star like that, that, that Taylor fellow. Another has muscles that work better, so he's a Joe Lewis. Another one's got more energy, so he's an Edison. Most people are born with just enough brains and muscles to get along in a plain, ordinary life, like me. I knew that. So, I was satisfied. And then this happened to me. All at once, all I've got to do is say something, and, and then it happens. Not good things, we found that out, but whatever I say that's wrong happens. I can do what anybody else in the world would like to do, can't do. No army or navy or air force. I can say that somebody should die or, or that something should, should burn or break or fall, and it happens. You know, at first, it was the same for me as for you, Doctor. I, I couldn't believe it was really so. Then, then while I was lying here, I heard you and your wife talking, and I began to figure things out. And then you both gave me the real idea. Dempsey and Joe Lewis and Tunney and those fellows who had bare muscles made themselves millions. So did Edison and Ford and, and Chrysler and the rest of them who had brains. Now, I had something. Why shouldn't I get paid off, too? Paid off? That's right. How? You, you said it before. What? Uh, I think you call it blackmail. Carol! The way you both look at me, you'd think I'd said something you hadn't said before yourself. Anybody that's any good to the world, I can kill. All right. People get paid off in this world for not letting other people starve. So I'll get paid off for not making people die. That's a pretty bad joke. Joke? No. Of course you're joking. No. You don't mean that. Sit down, Doctor. Doctor, I said for you to sit down. Don't you order me around. Now stop this nonsense. Oh. I brought you some tea, Mrs. Krager. Uh, yes, uh, thank you, Frederick. Just put the tray Wait on. a minute. Uh, take that tray out of here. Go ahead. Take it out. But I, I take orders on you from Mrs. Craig. Is that so? Well, why don't you die? He's dead, isn't he, Doctor? Yes. So you see, it isn't nonsense. You devil, you... Well... Up to now, it's always been plain Sam. I never thought that you... That's just it. You should never underestimate a little man, now, now, should you? Charles, do you hear me call the police? He hears you, but he won't do anything about it, will you? Charles, Doctor? don't just sit there. This man is a murderer. He killed me. Your wife is talking a little too much, isn't she? Why do you sit there? Won't you please? Doctor, do you hear me? I suggest you tell your wife to shut her mouth. Charles, Maybe you'd like me to say something to her. The words I said about the servant. The words I said, Mrs. Craig, I wish... No, are going to help me get everything in the world that I want. Yes, everything. What I tell you to do, you will do. Um, uh, letters. I, I will decide on three influential gentlemen in our government, and three wealthy gentlemen in industry to whom you will send letters explaining about me. Now, they won't believe, but at the time I tell them to, they'll die, and the newspapers will know about it. And after that, everyone will believe me, now won't they? And so as not to die, everyone will do exactly as I want, won't they? Because they won't have any choice in the matter. They send soldiers against me. I'll wish that they'll be dead, and they will be dead. 
And so from Washington to London to Moscow, everyone will be doing exactly what Sam Drogan wants them to do. That'll be wonderful, won't it? All the good people of the world doing exactly what one little man wants them to do. Well, you haven't said anything, Doctor. You understand what I'm talking about, don't you? Yes. It was inevitable. Of course, I, I won't want you and your wife to leave here. Now then, we, we'd better have this man's body removed, and then we'd better get to work. Or have you any suggestions? Do you mind if I have a drink? Drink? <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. A drink started all this, didn't it? Go right ahead, Doctor. Thank you. And, and you, Mrs. Crager, you're quite all right now, aren't you? Yes, I'm sure you are, the way you sit there looking at me. You and your husband will do exactly as I say, because you're both good people, and I'm deaf to good people, and you know that now, don't you? Yes, I'm sure my wife knows that. Your drink. Oh, yes. Oh, and quite a full one. Thank you, Doctor. I, uh, I drink to, to your continued good health. <clears throat> One and a good one. Thank you, Doctor. I... I... I what? Drink. Oh, my throat, you... What? No. Wouldn't dare. I'll... Kill. Oh, what did you... Next week, 
Very simply, I like stories of escape. I always have. My typewriter likes them. My shorthand likes them. My dictaphone likes them. I think other people feel the way I do. In childhood, we like to read of escape from galloping Indians, and as we grow older, escape from uh, pursuing love. And we grow older than that to other more subtle escapes. Well, by this time, you ought to know that next week's story is one of escape. The title is Until Dead. And I promised myself and you a suspenseful and amazing half hour, but as usual, that's next week. Yes, tune in next Tuesday again for Archobler's eerie story, Until Dead. And if you need more vitamin B and iron, be sure to try ironized yeast. The one and only ironized yeast with the big letters IY on the package and on each tablet. tell you the nicest thing next to their face in the morning is Mole Brushless Shaving Cream. Well, that's the sign of a smooth, comfortable shave ahead. Mole, you see, is a shaving cream that helps guard your face against painful nicks and cuts by forming a protective film between your skin and your razor. You get a close shave and a mighty comfortable one, too. So get Mole, M-O-L-L-E, and be on the receiving end of a swell shave every morning yourself. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. Hi, this is Sarah Spencer of Self Talk Radio Show, and you're listening to I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome back. A man who has the power to have things happen merely by saying it. What would you do with that power? Would you come to the same conclusion as Mr. Drogan? And that's going to do it for our program. You can find I Love Old Time Radio on iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, and on Spotify. You can listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn. Please take the time to rate us and leave a comment as well. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club. Tomorrow we end the week with Groucho Marx and You Bet Your Life. And join us next Thursday for some more Lights Out. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.